Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 132 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Andy, and welcome back to another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. The so show, much energy. Yeah, the show where Andy's got a lot of energy. I'm your boy, Andy. That's your boy, Jack. And on this show, mm-hmm. we read comics. Specifically, we re- read JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Did I get all that right? We read the JoJo's. Yeah, until there's nothing left, uh, which at this point is coming up sooner rather than later. Uh, I mean, I mean, all right. On the grand scale, yeah, we've done yeah. we've done the majority. But <laughs> in reality, we probably got at least another year or two of this show kicking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then and then we activate the Dataless protocol, and then it all goes downhill from there. Oh God, post. Mm-hmm. Post Jojo, what a beautiful podcast is going to be the Wild West. We're going to appear out of nowhere once every couple of months, and then we're going to be like, all right, we're going to read fucking, I don't know, this like weird one shot that Jack found on a manga archive from 1998. I thought you were going to say we're going to pop in and do a read through of the novelization of Wild Wild West. <laughs> Which kind of, I would also uh, yeah, be Honestly, for. I kind of want to do that now. I know <laughs> we said last episode ever is going to be jo- George Joestar, but the episode after the last episode ever will be a read-through of the novelization of Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's got to be out there. It's one of those, like, kids' novelizations. They make yeah, it has Yeah, it has to exist somewhere. Yeah. But what have you been up to, Andy? This is top top of the cast here. <laughs> oh God, what have I been up to? I've been reading a book lately. What? I know. How dare you? I know. I've been reading uh, no no pictures, not a comic, a book book, a big Ooh. fat a big fat book book. Ooh, what is it? It's called House of Leaves. Oh, you're reading that. Yeah. Yeah. Are you I'm reading re- the edition that's all fucked up? Yep. Yep. No. I'm reading the full color remastered edition. And I haven't gotten to the part where it gets fucked up yet because mm. I'm a very slow reader when it comes mm. to novels. But um, taking sure. it taking it piece by piece, it's it's a real chunky chunky piece of words. Oh yeah, I saw that edition in Barnes and Noble and I picked it up. I was like, wow, so, someone uh, really produced this book. <laughs> yeah, there's like notes from the editors all over the place, and like editors, whoever you are, Jesus Christ. Like putting putting together that book in like a readable format must have been like like an actual nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I just brought up House of Leaves just because I was curious like what it's considered. Like this is a term I've never heard called ergodic literature. Oh Jesus Christ! In ergodic <laughs> literature, non-trivial effort is required to allow the reader to traverse the text. So, it's a real pretentious way of saying you have to bust your ass to enjoy it. <laughs> Literally, derived from the Greek work, Greek words ergon meaning work and hodos meaning path. It's a hard book. <laughs> Some Finnegan's wake-ass shit. It, it, it is actually really hard to read because it's written, like, it's written in, like, academic style. So, like, you have to follow footnotes and... The text is very uh, purpose purposefully bland sometimes. 
So yeah. it's it's difficult to engage with sometimes, but when mm. you are engaged with it, it is extremely interesting and unique. And I don't know, I'm enjoying it. I really want to finish a book like once no, every it's, 10 it's years. Good. It's, and it's good to finish a book. It feels it, nice. Yeah, and it's really cool and has directly inspired a lot of neat things that I like. So I've always been interested into seeing what the hubbub is about with it. So Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so I picked up a book. Mm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm going to call up my high school English teacher and tell her that I actually read something. Unlike all the books we read in high school, which I never actually read. I'll mark out for Catch-22 every fucking time. Love that book. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't read that one. Did ha- Although, I'll never get over how much English class makes The Great Gatsby suck. That, Never had that, to read that. That book God. is actually like pretty interesting, but having to do it in English class makes it horrible. I'll never oh, yeah. all this the symbolism nonsense. Like you can't just read a book. It's got to be like we're gonna talk for forty five minutes straight about this one thing that you know English teachers all across America have been overthinking since the dawn of time. Yeah, that's the cliche with the English class. Like whenever you have to dissect like even an interesting work of literature like it's just gonna fall apart in your hands like yeah it's, you have it's to gonna like, unravel you have to like, actually be engaged with it to do that like when i'm reading house of leaves i've already like manually translated things that mm-hmm. are written in other languages and like actually wrote them into the book so i remember like that mm-hmm. that's cool to engage with something like that but when you're in school and they're mm-hmm. like all right this is the this is this because this and then it's like okay i gotta remember this for the test i didn't actually come to this it. i i didn't the text didn't actually make me feel this way you're just telling me that it is this way yeah what was the worst book i had to read for english class uh the, the driest one was probably like the awakening um that's probably a good book but man oh man was it boring to me in senior year and i sure did copy a bunch of stuff off off cliff's notes and i sure did get caught for it <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you and my I, least favorite book i ever read in high school was catcher in the rye i fucking hate that book Never had to read that one either. That I, book I fucking out. sucks. You, when you when you have to read Catcher in the Rye High School, odds are your teacher started off by saying, "Oh, it's it's so youthful. You you youths will relate to the characters." And mm, the main God. character is the biggest fucking bitch boy on planet Earth, and I just wanted to shove him into a locker. Oh my god. Oh yeah, god. I think that's a pretty universal feeling. Yeah. Like no one's out here marking for uh what's that guy's Holden name? Caulfield. Uh, Holden Caulfield. <laughs> right. God. <laughs> like you know the big controversy about Alex Yick, you know that game that came out that everybody's making fun of because it has a really hateable main character. Oh, is that that Y2K game? Yeah, that everybody yeah, just calls I heard him about Al- that. Al- Alex Yick. And it just it, when it would see people piss all over Alex Yick. I'm just thinking about Holden Caulfield. <laughs> <laughs> the the oh. original unlikable hipster main character. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so books. I'm I'm thinking about books and I'm still playing a bunch of Final Fantasy 14, which is Yeah, same. What level are you up fun. to? I am at level 45. 
Nice, nice. I'm cl- clawing my way to that big 5-0. I'll get there yeah. soon, and then me and Jack yeah. can do the fun things. Yeah, get, do the fun stuff. Well, if the, you talked about a... Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Oh, you talked about a book. I'll talk about a book, too. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, speaking of Jack, let's pass it over to Jack. What's what's Jack been up to? Well, I've read some, I've read some books. Um, in, the, in the spirit of this, I'll talk about some stuff that I read... A little, little while ago, because otherwise I've just been playing Kingdom Hearts and farting around. <laughs> and that's not interesting radio. Um, but I've read a couple of short story collections uh, recently. Short story collections are kind of my go-to, because, like, y- you can just, you can kind of cram in a bunch of, like, complete narratives fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's way easier to, like, pick up, put down, like, a big book of individual stories to me than, like, one long one. Um, but it's a bunch of short stories by a guy named Laird, Bar- Laird Baron. Um, and this guy, look up this man, Andrew. <laughs> Wait, how do you even spell his name? Uh, L-A-I-R-D. Laird Baron? Yeah. <laughs> look at a picture of this man. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, he looks God. like Snake Plissken. <laughs> <laughs> So listeners, man, I urge you to look up a picture of this man. I might even use great. this man as the thumbnail now. This is a- <laughs> he's great. <laughs> I love Laird Baron. Like this is um, an actual man with this generic ass eye patch. Like, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah, and, and like back of the book cover too. It's that's just his eye patch. Um, what he does is, what if there was? What if he took the Lovecraftian genre of horror and just excised? all of the Lovecraft from it. Like, all of his um, prejudice and, like, stereotyping from the works. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually made really good existential horror that caused a deep-seated feeling of dread. Cool! <laughs> yeah, they are... I, I like horror as a genre. This stuff is incredible in the way that it makes you feel. Funnily enough, that's kind of like a similar thing to what House of Leaves is doing. It's it's like a weird, like existential cosmic horror situation, but it's about a house of leaves. Yeah. <laughs> is it made of leaves? No. <laughs> ah shit. Um, but yeah, he t- he does a lot of the stuff. He the way Lovecraft wrote about like unknowing horrors. Um, things that man can never know about, like the unseen, um, Mr. Baron, Mr. Eyepatch Baron, um, does, works a lot within that space. And he does so in a lot of different settings. Like, I would really recommend any of his short story collections. The two that I read, um, The Beautiful Thing That Awaits Us All, which is a great title, um, and the Imago sequence and other stories. Both of those are really great paperbacks just to have. Yeah. Um, and any one of those stories like stands up with some of like the best short stories I've read. Does he um, describe the horror in a more interesting way than Lovecraft? As in, yes. like Lovecraft just tends to say, "Oh God, it's so unbelievably bizarre and unknowable that I can't even describe it to you." Yeah, yeah. no, he doesn't use that cop out. He <laughs> describes it, but he describes it in a way that's like foreign to the human mind. Yeah, which, funny it, enough, 
to go off on another another tangent, that's actually sure. why I really really like the manga adaptations of Lovecraft that are being those made. are good because the, uh, it, it takes yeah. the stories, it actually gives form to them instead of just having to just assume whatever that like crazy son of a bitch was actually talking about. <laughs> yeah, the man wrote some great stuff. The man himself, bad man. Mm. Um, hot take, but the. <laughs> The stories that he wrote, like, set the groundwork for a lot of more interesting authors, uh, and Laird Barron is one of those. Very cool. I'll have to check that out. Because, ultimately, when it comes to my thing with books, is that mm-hmm. I, I, I just want to read The Dark Tower before I die. And You, if, uh, you should. And if I, I can get through House of Leaves, I can do anything. Well, the thing with The Dark Tower, cause, like, I've read that too. Yeah. Um... Books one through three, great. Fantastic Stephen King on, like, highest cocaine high 80s bullshit. Let's go. And then Wizard and Glass is such a fucking roadblock because it's a prequel, and unless you're, like, really nose to the grindstone, uh, it's hard to get through the first parts of it or, like, the first prequel parts. Mm -hmm. Um but once you do that and, like, you become invested in those characters and you get to see, like, Roland and what, what he was before, like, it's pretty interesting. It's just that, like, it's at some points it's just a slog. Yeah, that's my worry with me reading books because the second I hit a boring part, I just shut down. I just absolutely can't focus on it. You I can have... always... Go ahead. Go. Sorry. I I, I, it's, I have a hard enough time just spending, like, any amount of time focusing on just words on a page in general mm. without, like, getting all antsy. So No, like, that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, there, there are really good audiobook versions of the Dark Tower novels. Um, books one through five have a really good narrator by the name of George uh, Muller, Miller, one of those. Um, who does incredible voices for all the characters. Unfortunately, he died before he could finish the uh, the series out, but another guy came in and did 5, 6, and 7. Or th- five, 6, six and oh, 7. 6 and 7. The, the last few. Yeah. Um, and those are also very good. Oh, cool. Maybe I'll have to check that out. Yeah. No, Dark Tower is a big, big old thumbs up. Stephen King is... Uh, like, through the years, Stephen King has... Uh, gone through some shit and it and the dark tower is a chronicle for all of that anyway we'll close out what a beautiful book club and it's fun it is fun and go back to the comic worlds where us uh we can read the funny pages instead yeah the quote-unquote low art (laughs) (laughs) anyway where we last left off Speaking of low art, where we last mm-hmm. left off, uh, Jolie and Ermes were fighting an invisible zombie by the name of Sportsmax. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, would lo- I would love to just say that sentence to Stephen King right now and like, see what he says. He would just throw up in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. No, right now he might be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to write a 900-page novel about that. that I don't know. Stephen that- King seems like a real crotchety bastard, so, like... <laughs> I don't know. I, he goes back and forth. I don't even know anymore. He's got more money than God. He can do what he wants. Yeah, exactly. It's just funny when I think about how much he shits all over the movie version of The Shining. 
even it's though really funny the movie and he version loves... of the shining is way better than the original story <laughs> And he loves the Dark Tower movie. And let me tell you, Andrew, as someone who wanted that movie to be incredible, it's dog shit, and it's 83 minutes. So it just goes to show you, just because somebody writes a whole bunch of, like, best-selling novels doesn't mean they actually have any taste. Mm Mm-hmm. Someone (laughs) can be talented to be a piece of shit and not be talented and not be a piece of shit. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but... Anyway... We're going to pick up here with Jolene freaking out if you want to take us take us through this, Jack. The Kiss of Love oh, Revenge, yeah. part well, six. Let's get in there. Get away from the wall, Aramis. We've already found out the hard way that doesn't necessarily have to travel on the floor. We have to think three-dimensionally if we want to catch him. Okay. Uh, okay. They're, okay. they're in the cemetery, by the I, way. I have to really say how the translators wrote the number three-dimensionally. <laughs> like, well... Yeah, I guess they were kind of at a quandary because do you spell out three? It, it, it would kind of look weird, but at the same time, it was going to look weird. It was going to look weird no matter what. I know. I'm not really like bemoaning the choice. It just looks funny to me on the page. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but she set up a web of her string in the the prison indoor cemetery. Um Oh, this is a cool two-page spread, just showing the entire extent of this thing. Jolene at the Jolene and Aramis at the center of it. Stone freeze here with sunglasses, with mouth. Um, and maybe mouth's the, here to stay at this point. I think mouth might be here to stay. Rocky has gone back and forth between like robot mouth and mouth with lips, and I think he's gone with lip mouth. Okay. Um, we see one of the bits of string suddenly bend inwards. The invisible zombie has touched it. Oh, right there. Oh, God. Jolene uh, does a nice roundhouse in the middle of the air. And, ooh, arms don't bend like that. No! <laughs> we see Sportsmax's invisible arm just crinkle uh, at a 90-degree angle. He was dangling from the ceiling, but I hit him. Looks like I just broke some bone. Ooh. The Sportsmax wrist rotates 180 degrees to grab Jolene's leg and toss her into the air. With his broken arm? That's right. This guy is a corpse. Oh, crazy concept. This panel here looks interesting. I don't know why, but I guess it's an aura aura from the other side. (laughs) I guess, yeah, when do we ever see that perspective on a a thing like that? Maybe not since Dio? Maybe. Um, Sportsmax does the old aura aura on Jolene, but she uses stone free... To completely envelop the invisible Sportsmax with string. He just looks like a like a torn apart mummy. <laughs> Basically. Stone free. I got him. We won. They didn't win. No. Because um, behind Aramis, the corpse of the lady that Sportsmax ate the brain of suddenly kind of explodes a bit. And we realize that that's not Sportsmax. It's the invisible zombie of this lady. No, Jolene, that's not Sportsmax. It's the girl that he killed just now. Be careful, he's somewhere near you. Sportsmax was using the dead girl's corpse as bait. Sweats, sweats. Tries to defend against the coming blow, gets annihilated. Uriah! Kiss comes in. Kiss looks cool and never gets enough screen time. 
Like, yeah. Kiss is a cool design. Uh, tries to aura aura something she can't see. Jolene still getting hit. Ugh, Ugh. not good for her. Where are you, Sports Max? Where the hell are you? You bastard, show yourself! Stop, Jolene. Don't move anymore. He's not your enemy. Sports Max is my problem. Stay still. No, Aramis. It's not about revenge or your personal problems. It's not the time and place to say things like that anymore. We don't even have time to spare to be thinking like that at this point. Look, we've already been trapped by him for a long time. Oh, fuck. I've, oh, man. I, as soon as they were in the cemetery, I should have remembered this part. Yeah. Um, Aramis looks behind them, and some of the gravestones have been opened, and there's dirt coming out of them. There's invisible zombies everywhere. It, it can't be! Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we see these... From our perspective, we see the invisible zombies coming out of the prisoner graves. They're all messed up. This one has one arm, no legs, some leg, no teeth, half teeth. Man, I totally forgot about this whole arc. Oh, really? Honest. Yeah. I, I This was the arc I was most excited to see again. Um like, of the stand of the week things, just because of how, like, loony it is. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, this guy named Sportsmax, he's got a stand called Limp Biscuit. it makes invisible zombies. Okay. Cool, cool, All cool, right. Cool, 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 They've been revived already. Those invisible corpses. I don't know how many of them are here and moving around right now. Right now we're surrounded by invisible zombies. Aramis, we have to get away from here. Your personal vendetta or White Snake's goal. We can think about those things after we survive this situation. First, we have to open that door and get out of this mess. Foo Fighters is outside. I'll call Foo Fighters with stone free string. Slides a string out through the gate. The hell are you doing, Aramis? Revenge. That's what's important now, Jolene. What's important is who's hiding here. <laughs> Sports Max. Revenge must be what he's after as well. He's trying to get revenge on me, the one who drowned him in the pipe. He must be filled with resentment against me. That what he's thinking is how he wants to kill me with his own hands. He wants to rip me apart with his teeth and fill his mouth with my blood. Jesus, alright. Uh, yeah, alright, thanks for the descriptor. <laughs> yeah, you went from zero to ten in like a second. Wait a second, what are you saying? I'm saying that the ones that the ones that come and comes and tried to kill me directly is definitely gonna be him. Wait, Aramis, you can't be. Listen, Jolene, this is between me and him. Of course, there's gonna be people who say that revenge isn't gonna bring my sister back. They don't get it. Others will say forgiveness is what matters. But I sure as hell don't want to live my life forcing myself to forget the fact that my sister was thrown away in a fucking gutter. And besides, I've already made up my mind. You can't be thinking of dying with him? Revenge is for settling your score with your own destiny. Plink. Destiny. Plink. Plink. <laughs> I can't fucking speak. <laughs> it's all good. Snap, snap, snap. Some of the strings start to snap. Uh, this should hurt Jolene, but isn't. Yeah. Stand yeah, rules. Stand rules. No, get back, Aramis. I'm calling Foo Fighters over right now. There are five, no, at least seven zombies snapping my strings and going for you. Snap, snap, snap. You idiot, stop! 
Hermes. And big shock, Hermes gets a bunch of meat chunks pulled out of her. Yeah, a string right in front of her snaps. Hermes, uh, bicep, shoulder, big chomp, big chomp. Kiss a little edge part seven. <laughs> Here we go. <coughs> where, where? But, but hell, he'll definitely be the one to try and finish me off. And she just chomp, keeps chomp, getting chomp. chunks taken out of her. Yeah, it's uh, not even teeth. It's just like hands ripping off pieces. Ugh. Everybody is bleeding. Everybody's in pain. Mm-hmm. Bleed, bleed, bleed. Chunk, chunk, chunk. Hermes! It's too much. My senses, they're fading away. And now we ha- we see... Uh... <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Jack and Andy, what's part six about? We just want to send them this panel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Swords Max is trying to eat Hermes' brains. And he succeeds. Yeah. He well, he takes a big old chunk of her scalp off. I don't think he's hit bone yet. Oh, okay. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Heat. Uh, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Aramis put a sticker on her head. So what Sportsmax bit off was a chunk of the duplicate head. Isn't cool. that's gonna hurt really bad? Oh, this is gonna t- hurt super bad. Aramis, you split your head in two with your sticker. I found you, Sportsmax. Punch, 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 punch. Ah, Sports Max isn't there anymore. Ah. Oh, here. <coughs> I thought so. I knew you'd do that. The moment I go in and crush your head, you'd make one final pitiful attack. I knew it. Just like how you trapped me in that pipe. I knew you would use that sticker to split things in two. I won't fall for that anymore. And since I'm a corpse too, I can do this. Oh and, my god. <laughs> yeah, this is really funny. Um, I take it back. He showed, she showed this panel. Because yeah. we see all the ghost zombies uh, circling around Ermes. Then we see Sportsmax's body holding his head out in front of him. This just looks like the haunted mansion in Disneyland at this point. <laughs> Araki loves Disney. Yeah. Probably went on that ride. It's like, I love Limp Biscuit. I love Night of the Living Dead. And I love... Haunted Mansion. How can I combine these things? Ah, sports mix. Friendly ghosts about to socialize. <laughs> brains. Hey, can't you hear my voice? But I'll tell you anyway. It was your sister's fault for sticking her nose in our business. Because of that, you put me in this mess to try to avenge her or some shit. I'll never be satisfied. Listen. I'm going to go ahead and suck your brains out right now. Oh. Even if I rip out all the shit that you've got in your stomach and fill your empty skull with it, I won't be satisfied. He's just going to go ahead and suck your brains out right now. He's going to suck your brains. Uh, I can't tell who's ripping the sticker off Ermes' head. It's probably Sportsmax. And Ermes' head shloops back together, uh, bleeds a lot. It's oh. over. I'm the one that's going to be ending your life. And then a chunk gets taken out of Sportsmax. Another chunk. Two chunks. Hermes. Oh. What Hermes This, this is a Josuke for. move right here. Mm-hmm. Was this moment. The moment where he would pull her sticker off and try to get out her real head. If he takes the sticker off, although her head would suffer the damage. The thing that would come back together, including the part that Sportsmax swallowed earlier. 
Ooh, okay. And we see the the meat chunks erupt out of Sportsmax's chest, and of course, now he's visible. I figured out where you are now. Perfect. Your location. I gotta aim right above it. Right at your face. Straight for the center line. Wham! Oh my god. What a kick. What a kick. This is some kind of, like, downwards hook kick. It's great. Like, right, like, tip of the foot right into the mouth, right across the body. Love it. She, she did it. All right. This kick was for Gloria. Looks like I broke your nose. But just imagine that it was Gloria who just busted your face. And this is also for Gloria. Wham. (laughs) Right in the mouth. Morg! Cut that fucking bitch up! Trying to hide again? But you won't be able to. Because I just put a sticker on your head and separated it into two. Yep, sure did. And now there's two Sportsmax heads. If I peel this off, it'll come back together. And this next one is also for Gloria. The next one. And the one after that. And the next one. And the next one. And the one after that. And the one after that. And the next. And the next. Peel. Slam. Oh. (laughs) They're all for Gloria. This one and 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 this one. Pulped. She absolutely pulverizes this man. <laughs> the discs that were in Sportsmax's head pop out. We see the ghost of Gloria behind Aramis. She has been avenged. All of the zombie, the ghost zombies crumble into dust. The fight is over. <laughs> Aramis starts to weep. Don't know why, but suddenly the tears came. I really, at, at your side, want to cry as hard as I can. But I don't think I have time to cry right now. Collapses. <laughs> oh, yeah, because her head is, like, split in two. Yeah. Foo Fighters, where the hell are you? Ow! <laughs> I just Ow. realized that. Oh, God. How is she alive? <laughs> Barely. Where are you? I- help her. Hurry. Somebody, please open that door. Anybody. Sportsmax. Stand name, Limp Biscuit. Exterminated. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's That's a way to put it. Sportsmax's stand disc and memory disc obtained. Hermes Costello is treated by Foo Fighters but is in critical condition. For what reason did the priest use Sportsmax? If they read Sportsmax's stand disc, they might be able to understand what Whitesnake is trying to do with Kujo Jotaro's memory disc. Oh, yeah, Sportsmax shit. plays into this A plot in a weird way. Yep. Alright. Ultra Security Punishment Ward! Yeah, this is one of those interstitial chapters, and it sets up the entire rest of the manga. Well, I guess let's just fucking go. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do this, and uh, we'll see where we're at for the next one. Uh, You can do the guard. Sure. Prisoner number FE40536, name Jolene Cujo. This is the second time that you've caused a problem. The first time attempted escape, and now, even though we found a dead female prisoner with her head seemingly ripped off in our prison cemetery, you refuse to explain what went on. <laughs> Furthermore, you've been acting defiantly to the questionings. Also, there have been continuous unexplained deaths and injuries going on around you. <laughs> I love the... Uh- uh, I'm glad they addressed the fact that ever since Jolene came to this prison, like, people have just been getting hurt. Yep. 
we have no proof that you're the direct cause of all this, but we're certain that you're attracting these problems. Therefore, we will use a strict enforcement of the rules to straighten you out. <laughs> the rules. Oh, God. <laughs> one meal per day. One shower per day. These are the only things that will be allowed here. Permission to work. Permission to read. Permission to make a phone call. Permissions to have permissions. Permission to walk. Permission to speak. All of these things have been restricted. I really like permission to have permissions, but yeah. permission to have possessions. Oh, oh god damn it. No, it's really funny. I lo- Let's keep it in. Uh, Ultra Security Punishment Ward. Tosses her in the hole. The duration of your stay here is undecided. From from now, you're to stay in this ultra security punishment ward. Oh my god. Jolene's in this hole. She there's a hole on the ground for shitting. She doesn't like it. She goes to look at this piece of bread covered in bugs! Oh uh, yeah, Andy probably doesn't like this. Nope, flip on the page. Oh, they're still here. Ugh! Ugh! Shit! Shit! Oh god, this is this is some uh uh what uh Hannibal Lecter movie. Silence oh, of the Lambs shit. Yeah, this is yeah. some Silence of the Lambs like prison scene shit. Uh, it's it's a woman. Uh, a woman is here. The one that was dragged over here. Ooh, it's a woman. I can smell her. I can smell her scent rising from the floor. Oh Jesus Christ. There's a woman here. Fling shit. Ugh. Ugh. Yikes. Ugh. Oh my god. It's this Ugh, is... Yes, this <laughs> I hit her with my shit. <laughs> my shit came in contact with the woman's face. Ah! I wanna hit her with mine too. <laughs> I wasn't gonna make you read that, but <laughs> I did it. I just I just grinned grin and bared it, Jack. <laughs> There we go. The one thing I can't do here is wear my mental strength away. Build unnecessary stress. It'll wear me down physically. I, in this ultra-security punishment ward, have a mission that I have to fulfill. I have to see it through. To do that, I can't wear myself down for stupid reasons. (laughs) Let me hork down this bug bread. (laughs) No. Instead, I'll become even stronger. Oh, flashback to Sportsmax's memory disc. Here's Whitesnake. All right, listen, Sportsmax. Listen well. On this earth. (laughs) Oh, wait. I didn't see the whole page. Whoops. Uh Just as this earth has a proven 7 to 3 ratio between land and sea, it is said that there is a definite number of living organisms on earth. Sports Max. This is not a difficult concept. (laughs) Oh my god. White Snake teaching Earth science is great. But it is an important one. It can be said that as the population of humans increase, proportionally an equal number of other organisms will die out. Therefore, retaining that set number of life that is allowed to live on Earth. But if But if there was a way for one human being to possess those lives, those millions of lives, what do you think that person would be able to see? 
What future does that, what does the future hold for that person? Have we talked about how White Snake's eyes don't have pupils and are just like the Nickelodeon logo? Nope, but I notice it now. <laughs> yeah, because it, it sure is. He, he just has whites and then like a, like a gray splotch. It's weird. I don't like it. Uh, don't ask me. I have no idea. Well, I don't think it's an interesting idea. So, uh, what am I supposed to do again? The thing that I wanted to ask you about is this bone. bone. I want you to try. I want you to try something. Uh, it. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a. It's a bone. It's like a yeah. finger bone. Femur? No, it's not. It's a finger bone. Something. Can you revive this bone with your ability? This bone. I want you to summon the spirit within it. That. That a human bone? Whose bone is it? That doesn't concern you. Let's say that it's an old friend of mine. My friend Dio's bone. I retrieved it from Egypt. Can you do it? But, Mr. Whitesnake. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Whitesnake. You say to revive it, but that's just one part of the person. Or are you saying that you've collected the whole body somewhere else? I don't know if I can revive it with just one part. Listen, I just want you to attempt it. This is the only bone of his left, and the rest was reduced to dust and is no longer on the face of the earth. But if you, but you must do it, Sportsmax. If you can't understand this, I will have, I will have you return that ability I gave you. Uh, I, I get it, but I did it already. I finished. Already. White Snake looks down, big chunk missing from its hand. Oh, God! And because of that, Poochie's hand is also missing a chunk. Um, this kind of answers the question that we always have of, like, are stands meat? Um, yep, turns out, yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, because we see some bones in White Snake. Ah, oh, God, mm-hmm. so weird. What is this? The bone! Where did it go? Where did it go? His bone! Sportsmax, what have you done? What's happening? I'm asking you where his bone went! It starts to throttle Sportsmax. I don't know! That's what I want to ask! What the hell is that bone, anyway? I can't control it. The bone itself is moving. But I feel it. I can feel it moving around here. It's close! Search! Hurry and find it! Now, wait, Sportsmax. This means that it's true. There definitely is a way to go to heaven. Just as he said, I will search for the bone, but for now, I will leave the bone to do as it wishes. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is weapons grade nonsense. (laughs) I love it. I'm I'm reveling in it. I'm wallowing in it like a pig in mud. (laughs) I will leave the bone to do it as it wishes and i will make observations so that i can combine it with the information that i got from kujo jotaro's disc to find out the truth it's in the punishment ward mr white snake in that direction the bone it's in the punishment ward i can feel it someone might have picked it up and we cut back it's emporio who was watching the memory disc pop ha ha Huh. Oh, all right, here we go. Yeah. That's the memory disc that Ernie's got from Sportsmax a few days ago. Of course, Jolene's already see it. 
Jo- Jolinez, are you saying that she purposely got punished? She did it so she could get into the punishment ward to find that bone and to get her father's memories back from White Snake? Yeah, but it's too dangerous. Since we know about Sportsmax's memories, White Snake is going to use all of his power to kill Jolene for sure. If Jolene's left alone in that place, she's done for. The only reason I exist now is thanks to Jolene. But I don't know what to do. I want you to help me. <laughs> it, it's impossible. Even Weather Report, who's in the infirmary right now, wouldn't be able to make it there. I, of course, want to do something, too. Honestly, he's a man now. Yeah. <laughs> because. Uh, did yep. we talk about Anasui's design? Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. Okay. Originally, Iraqi wanted to make Anasui a, f- a woman, but ended up making Anasui a man. Yeah, I forget if that was like an editor wanted that change or if you wanted that change. Honestly, it's all in the wind now. It's, this yeah. Is, this chapter is almost 20 years ago. How does that feel? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Stone Ocean started in the year 2000. Fucked up. Yeah. Don't rely on him. Anasui will not help you. Him? <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> it's like clearly Quote, a man now. <laughs> him? This guy, is he a male prisoner? Yeah, I guess Foo, Foo Fighters hasn't been to the ghost room yet. So oh, this yeah. is her first time seeing Anasui. He's still very pretty. He's just not a woman anymore for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Uh, so next week we will pick up with his name is Anasui. Cool. We got yeah. a new character. <laughs> yeah, a fun new character who has a stand that is uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, interesting is a way to put it <laughs> yeah but now we get to move to my favorite segment let's talk about how good uh vento oreo is wow where did it even begin <laughs> i thought your mic cut out <laughs> no no i'm here just uh reveling about the this episode of golden wind the mystery of king crimson oh yeah, my le- god <laughs> yeah first off let's talk about how they just explain king crimson's ability um yeah totally original anime original sequence to explain king crimson's ability (laughs) oh him walking through the uh the cut time yeah oh shit i at least i don't remember it being there yeah they might have expanded on it also the cg during the sequence like the rotation of the models and like these in-betweens really well done um so it's like, yeah, King Crimson can see the future and can act in the space before the future happens and cut out the effect leaving, or can cut out the cause leaving the effect. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is a, a really confusing way of saying that he deletes time, but he can see the time, only he can see the time he deletes. Yeah. Um, and he does, he... Guts Bukalati. Bukalati zips up his arm so he can catch King Crimson and tries to go after him. King Crimson just zips around. Uh, King Crimson has so many good faces. Mm-hmm. It really makes me want to track down um, one of the SASs of him. Like that's the only other SAS I, I've like wanted. Like, oh God, I love the blue King Crimson so yeah, much. I would I would get blue King Crimson. Um, the McDonald's one doesn't really do anything for me. Oh, yeah, I'm not crazy about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
chops Bucolati near in half vertically, uh, leaves him twitching on the floor. We see a lot more of the boss. Did we talk about that? Or yeah, like, how we definitely see more of him in the anime than we do in the manga. In the manga, he's just like totally cloaked in shadow. But this form of the boss that we sort of see doesn't look like Tapio or Diablo. So no, I, I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> well, it's kind of a common. It, he's in his Giovanni from Pokemon look. Yeah. Like his Diablo look is like what. <laughs> I don't know what it's supposed to be. Is it just supposed to be like uh, his night on the town clothes? Um, I guess. Because like earlier in those post credit scenes, we see the boss in his uh, like monk form when he's just got that towel over him and he's all gangly looking. And now he's mm. in like a suit and he's yeah, got he's short a... hair. <laughs> yeah, he's more Dapio than Diablo. Um, and also like the design of his shirt is very like Diavolo because it's still like the f- weird fishnet mesh thing. Yeah. Um, which is a neat motif. Uh, Bucolati keeps moving because th- that's all he can do. <laughs> oh. King Crimson lounging on these stairs is so imposing. Uh-huh. Everything, everything about King Crimson, they just nailed. Like, so scary. Oof. Epitaph, great. Mm hmm. Um, I forgot the whole bit where they got sucked into the turtle and Bucolati tried to like flush him down the toilet and didn't work. But yeah, that was, that was totally like one for one with the manga. Um, all right. No, I'm just watching, oh God, watching all these action scenes. This is definitely the best like fight scene so far in part five. Oh yeah. Um, it was insane. This every, it was so well animated too. Just yeah. absolutely flawless. I know I hate to beat a dead horse, but you remember when people were, um, before the first episode aired, they were like, well, this, this is not going to look as good because of X, Y, and Z. Like the director isn't the same. It's like, wow. Fucking, (laughs) fucking losers, dude. Called the wrong horse on that one. Uh Uh-huh. Cause this is, this is some of the best looking stuff. Um, and then Bukalati dies. F. Yeah, he dies um, and then gets back up because of Jordo's power, powered by sheer force of will. Um, the walking corpse, like we have talked about before. And I love that King Crimson Diavolo is afraid of fighting all six uh, mm-hmm. because his uh, identity will be found out. Not because he doesn't think he can beat all of them, but it's like, someone's going to see my face. I don't yep. want that. Um, oh, the uh, the eye catch with uh, King Crimson's stand ability is just like, question mark, question mark, question mark. It's like, <laughs> who knows? Um, and then we get the highly emotional boat scene. Oh, and... God, the boat scene. I was losing it, dude. The boat yeah. scene was... Oh, God. Yeah, everything about it from... Abaccio losing his mind to uh, we getting to see that uh, Bruno doesn't have blood anymore. So that's weird. Yeah. 
I like that it doesn't that uh, I mean this is like kind of a thing about the manga but I like that the story doesn't really beat around the bush about Bruno being a zombie I always no, like that they could have like Araki could have easily made it some kind of mystery like what's wrong with Bruno and it's like no he's like clearly a walking corpse <laughs> yeah from the jump you see that, yeah. like oh he's not he's not alive yeah <laughs> His whole speech to the boys, re- like, really faithful to the manga. The whole setting of this scene. And then one by one, they get on that boat with their dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, until Naranshin and Fugo are the only ones left. And, and then the it's... scene where Naranshin decides to go after Bruno. Oh my god. Uh, like, I kudos lo- to Naranshin's voice actor, man. Incredible. Oh yeah, she's doing a great job. Um... <laughs> Just tell me what to do. This is the one thing I can't order you to do. You need to decide for yourself. Just a, <laughs> it's just such a great back and forth. Like, this isn't an, it, like, it's not interesting to hear us just gush about it, but I don't care because it's so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Narancia furiously paddling out. It's like, let me back in. I want, let me in. Let me in. <laughs> and then they putter away and they leave Fugo on this, on the dock. Yep. And we never saw him again. Purple Haze feedback. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to it one day. <laughs> yeah. Um,. Someone did, like, an animatic of I, what I guess is the scene in Purple Haze Feedback of Fugo, like, meeting with the boss Giorno. And it seemed, like, really emotional and cool. And, I, like, I want to read Purple oh, Haze yeah, Feedback. Oh, yeah, of all the JoJo novels, I hear that that's the one that is actually really good. Yeah, I've, I've heard great things about it. And yeah. then people and the just... Fact, and the fact that you know that uh, fucking... Uh, Tanyo Tisardi comes back into the fold, like yeah, his brother. I mean, he, he's from <laughs> Italy, right? <laughs> yeah. So, sense. like, whoever was writing Purple Haze feedback was like, "Hmm, I can use this." <laughs> yeah, we have he Rocky had an Italian, and he didn't tell me. Son yeah, bitch. <laughs> what does he do in Purple Haze feedback? But anyway. he's not in it. His brother is the oh, main antagonist. Wait, no shit, really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Tanyo comes from from what I've like seen in wikis. Tanyo, the reason Tanyo went to Japan was to escape his family, who are mafiosos. They're not Passione, but they're a different like family gang, basically. Oh yeah. Oh, his real name is Antonio Volpe, yep. but he was disowned. Massimo Volpe is the main antagonist. <laughs> Oh, he, oh, of course. As the lead developer of Passion's Narcotics Division. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Oh, I want to get to this at some point. Bring it over. Localize it. Please! Light novels have never been more popular. Come on, Viz. Viz, you're doing it. I know you're out there. I know you can hear me, Viz. Please. <sighs> like, they I fucking don't... translated the fucking manga book. Like, yeah, like, who for, was asking like, for that? I don't know. Translate the horror book next so yeah. I can actually read it. That's probably really interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that will bring us to the rambling end of this As episode. Usual. Yeah, hey, what can you do? Sometimes you just gush about uh, anime for 15 minutes. 
Happens. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. But next week we'll continue with our Stone Ocean, I don't want to say Trek adventure. <laughs> yeah. Our Stone Ocean adventure. And not next week, but the week after that, we will have a new Jill Jolian. Thank God. Ah! Finally. Ah! <laughs> oh, that'll be good. Um, God, I miss the Triple Joe episode. I miss them too. They're so much fun when they come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many episodes of Ventori we got left? 18? 17? Something, Something like, like that. that. We still yeah. got we still got some some of that. It's not going anywhere. No, no. It's going to be with us for the entire spring, which I'm excited about. But in the meantime, you know where you can find us. You can get us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Andy does a great job for the SoundCloud. All these different um, thumbnails. (laughs) Maybe he'll have a picture of Laird Barron. I don't know. (laughs) It's It's up to him. Uh but I post links to the episode and everything that we do in the r slash Stars Crusaders subreddit. Check us out there. Find us on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. And I think that'll do it, Andy. Anything to add? No. None at all. Thanks for well, listening. We'll see right. you next time. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Okay.